A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Leif Farneson, joined here by my brother and co-host, Anders. How are you doing, man? What up? What up? No, I'm excited. We have a new kind of series with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited too. This is going to be good. So this is the first episode of our Ironman training series that we're going to be just documenting uh, on the podcast. It's getting and for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, things are things are getting real. Uh, we are so our actual race that we're doing is Ironman Maryland's, and that's going to be on Saturday, September eighteenth, twenty twenty one. We are exactly two hundred and twenty days away from that at this point. How many so, months is that? How many weeks is that? Months. Oh, months. Um, March, April, I don't know. May, I just, June, I July, did the day calculation. August, September. <laughs> oh, seven months. We got seven months. That's exactly yeah, what it is. Seven, 7.3 months ish. So yeah, about, um, yeah, it'll be good. So yeah. 220 <laughs> days and, uh, yeah, the kind of like one of those things where it's like reality check. Oh, seven months is right. not that long. <laughs> now it's coming up. So for people who don't know what an Ironman is, uh, it's a, an Ironman triathlon. So we're swimming, biking and running. It, uh, starts with a 2.4 mile swim and then you transition to a 112 mile bike ride. And then you finish with a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles. Mm. So, um, it's, uh, generally regarded to be one of the most difficult endurance races. And there are more difficult one, like 200 mile, uh, I don't know, Sahara desert, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. If <laughs> like I'm there are other ones that, that one. are way more intense, <laughs> but as far as like a normal level of intense, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, this is this is pretty high on the on the chart. So we're excited. We're a little nervous. So I'd love to start by just asking you how you're feeling at this point. I'm I'm feeling good, uh, especially with uh, and we'll talk about this in a minute. Like the what we committed to uh, just the in the past two days, but essentially with with kind of how everything's going. Like cycling's going great. That's kind of just been my focus. I'm looking forward to having more of a structure of swimming and running as well um because i've like for our half ironman uh that we did in boulder um we didn't really have a structure for training we just kind of were saying oh let's increase distances let's um kind of balance these things out and figure this piece out it's like uh we kind of went in with, with the mentality is like we know we're going to finish regardless but this race is a, at a completely different level yeah. where it's like, if I don't train, I might not finish. I think that was kind of the problem in doing a half. Uh, that right. was that was my second half, your first half Ironman. And I did the same thing for my first one as well. And it's just, it was a struggle to train because I had so much other stuff that I needed right. to get done. And I knew that I could just get up and do it the next day. Yeah. I'd be in 
tons and tons of pain, but I would cross the finish line. I would get yeah. it done. So it's probably the one downside to have kind of that driven mindset or yeah. that, 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 uh, the mindset of like, yeah, I can do that. Um, because I, I think that we didn't even go, we didn't even swim far. We didn't even run. F- that race was my first half, uh, sorry, half marathon ever, <laughs> like ever at right. the end of the, the last event. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't want this to be my first marathon ever though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, certainly not. That would be uh, yeah. The swim is more concerning to me. That cannot, that will not be my first 2.4 mile, uh, swim. I'm probably not the first 2.4 mile open water swim either. So I need to definitely need to train and, um, and that's what we're planning to do. So we I need to carry like shark repellent with me or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know Anders, he's, he's afraid of two things pretty much poison ivy and sharks <laughs> i don't yeah let's he, not go into that yeah i don't know what <laughs> Those are my fears i don't know what happened with the shark thing but um it's just the idea that i'm not in control of the environment because yeah. i know that they are dominant in that environment yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is it's like every everywhere else i feel very comfortable with and i feel like i can hold myself um but in the water like i can tread water for um, I, in high school, I, w- I just wanted to see where I was before boot camp, and I tried to water for two hours. Um, like I, I'm, I can survive in the water, but I'm not effective in the water. Yeah. Well, so. I'm the same way. I can easily jump into any pool, ocean, I don't care, and I can swim around. I'd be fine. But as far as doing distance and but especially being doing freestyle – having my head in the water, worrying about breathing. Oh yeah. Efficiency. I'm it's like, I'm not efficient at all, but I'm, I can survive. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Like I could, really I know sp- that I could go out and swim 2.4 miles, but I don't know. I doubt that I can hit the, the, the time marker right now. And I know for a fact that I would get out and be ex- extremely exhausted. Yeah, I'm so in the, that's that's what it I'm is. in the same boat. I would do backstroke for the entire thing, and, <laughs> and I would get out and need a nap. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that would be pretty brutal. So, anyways, I think our emotions at this point are just a combination of being really excited, a little nervous, just I just feel looking good. forward to the journey. Yeah, I feel good. It's yeah. going to be challenging, but it's those challenges that I look forward to. Yeah. So that's why we've chosen the Ironman because we know this is going to push us to a limit that we can't just roll out of bed and do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an it's another level of athleticism that um like I I've had hit milestones in my life of like, oh, I didn't think I could do this, but I did it. And this is kind of that next big thing. Um and I think that goes with like any other type of goal and in any area of your life, you know, it's like you always try to find, okay, well, what else can I do? And this is that next thing for us. So um, I'm just excited. Uh, I'm excited. And I know that the nerves will be there like the last month or so. Uh, but right now I'm full of, of excitement and saying like, hey, let's do this. I know that there's going to be days that I wake up. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So it'll be good. And um, to just kind of bring structure into our whole training program, I know that we could just do it all on our own. I know that we can figure it out. I know that we can create the structure and balance both weight training and also the endurance training. Um, I have quite a background in endurance training, but 
that's not what we want to be doing. We want to we want to have more structure. We want to have accountability. We want to have somebody kind of in our corner to help us through the whole process and to make sure that everything's going well. <laughs> yeah, and there's lots of unknowns. So even though we could create the training program and we say, wow, this is ideal, then we get a month down the road and we start having shin splints or dealing with some other kind of injury. And then we have to make tweaks along the way and that's difficult to do on your own so we have decided to get a coach to hire a coach and i know that's going to allow us to really bring the best that we can through this entire process so i'm uh we're both firm believers that everyone should probably have a coach if they've got serious uh, ambitions, whether it comes to business or fitness yeah. or whatever it is, coaches need coaches. And well, that's I, was, why- I was just listening to a podcast this morning and, um, uh, this, his name's Alex Hermosi. Uh, he's just a, like very, um, well-known in the, in the fitness space and, uh, a very amazing entrepreneur. And he was talking about how like he, and, and this is just to put into perspective, like he makes millions upon millions of dollars each year. Um, but he still talks about hiring people to, to help him because the way that he explained it is you, you hire someone that is better in an area that you are. So you can cut the learning curve and get there that much more quickly or that much more efficiently. So you don't have to go through that whole learning curve and hit those bumps in the roads and get set back. Um, you have that guidance through that and it's, it gets you to where you want to be so much faster. Uh-huh. I think it's really crucial. I listened to the same episode and he was talking about how it's so important to have coaches for different areas of your life as well, because he was talking about relationships. And he says, if I can learn something that took someone, I don't know, 20 years of time and three divorces to figure out in terms of building an amazing marriage, and I can get all, acquire all of that knowledge for, I don't know, 10 grand in over the next few months, that is super valuable. And obviously that's an amazing investment. So Anyway, and that's why I love reading books as well. Like you don't necessarily have to spend thousands of dollars, but just reading books and consuming the knowledge that some expert has just disseminated down to the most crucial parts of the stuff that has taken them years and years, probably decades to figure out and just have kind of that roadmap and that guidance is so incredibly valuable. Yeah. So I feel the same way about coaches. So our new coaches are BJ and Jess from Yogi Triathletes. Uh, You can find them on yogitriathlete.com. We had a call with them to, I guess this was a few days. Yeah, Monday. So two days ago, we had a call with them to talk about, to just uh, meet them and talk about kind of our goals and see if we were the right fit. And I knew within like a minute after we jumped on the call that, yeah, we, that like these everything were the right that <laughs> they were saying is exactly how we really address our coaching and um, like our philosophies, our mentality. Um, it's and they were they're right in line with like the mind, body, and spirit type of thing, you know, where they it's a lot of mindset, but it's also dialing in and teaching and stuff. So um, it just it's just seemed like it was a perfect fit. Um, and it, it's going to be exciting. I like. I don't. I don't know what to expect. Uh, like, I submit all my stuff. I look forward to kind of hearing the feedback from them. But it's game time. 
Yeah. So yeah, so it's gonna be really good, and we're just super excited to to start this journey. And even though Anders and I have been training on with uh, with kind of like our own plans and just trying to get in mileage and and uh, get used to these events. Uh, yeah, that's what I would just, say. It's not even I wouldn't even say it's a plan. I would just say that we've been moving and yeah. trying to get endurance up. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I said plan, that's not exactly what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean exactly like a concrete we're, plan. We're, we're doing now. We just need structure to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like we have a pretty good baseline minus swimming ability at least for me yeah so it will be really cool to see what happens over these next seven months and super excited to share that journey with all of you we're going to be documenting that journey both on this podcast as well as on our youtube channel so uh if you have not seen us on youtube you can search the vegan gym on youtube and find our channel we're going to be starting to publish uh, these kind of training vlogs. I'm not. Sh- I don't really like the the phrase vlog. Yeah. Or word vlog. It, term vlog. We'll figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> we well, don't know exactly what it's going to be yet, but we're going to document. Yeah, that's what it is. We're we're starting an Ironman training series, kind of the same thing, but in video form and actually doing like showing nutrition, showing the training part, and it will be, I think it, it should be pretty interesting. There is a, a guy I've mentioned before in the podcast, uh, Nick Bear, who is just an absolute tank, yeah. and he's been documenting his journey to Ironman, was it Texas, Florida? I don't know which one he's doing. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. But he's doing his second Ironman now, and he's going for time. And I think he's trying to go sub ten hours, which is unbelievable. Yeah, and we absurd. we have uh, we have a pretty similar kind of like body composition um, as far as like height, weight, and stuff you do. go. Not me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with with Nick, um, his his pecs are like insanely big, so he's got me beat there quite a bit, but. Anyways, as far as like height, weight, all that stuff goes, we're pretty similar. So watching him and seeing what he's able to accomplish has given me a lot more confidence in what I can potentially do. And it's been really cool to watch that. So hopefully someone finds value in the training series. I hope that anyone who checks it out enjoys it. But yeah, you can find that on YouTube. We just finished filming. And we just want to document. It's something to reflect upon too, you know? Um, yeah, I think it's it's more so for us probably. Right. Than anything. <laughs> but if other people enjoy it and find value in it, that would be that would be super awesome. But we just finished filming our first video and we used to kind of do a vlog that wasn't really good and it just we Bless we, being nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. It just yeah, it just yeah, it just didn't feel like it was clicking and this one felt pretty good. And I think we're going to get into a much better rhythm with, with filming and figuring that out. I'm super not comfortable on video. Anders is more comfortable on video. I'm more comfortable on podcasts. He's less comfortable. So we both have kind of our strengths and stuff. And we're just uh, trying to figure out how to best document all of this process. So hopefully that brings some of you value. And now I just kind of want to talk about our goals a little bit for the Ironman. So what are your main goals? It's a good question. Two. There's two that I want to address. One, um, the uh, BJ asked me on the, the Zoom call, uh, what's the mission for this, this race? Um, and the, my answer to that is 
I'm an individual that uh, kind of going back to where I first started with health and fitness is like confidence building and showing and taking control of something that I have con- complete control of. Um, and I've had certain points throughout my whole entire life where I want to accomplish certain things that I'm solely in charge of, um, like, uh, the military or my first bodybuilding competition or the half Ironman and proving to myself that I can do these things to become mentally and physically stronger and to get to a different level of like a driven mindset. Um, so like we were talking about earlier, this is that next thing for me. Uh, this is that next big event that I know once I cross that finish line, it's going to crush a lot of limiting beliefs because I hate running. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of running. <laughs> like I, it's like, um, I, I don't think that right now I think, uh, a full marathon since I've never done one before, I don't know how I'm going to complete that at the end of this. So when I finish that Just one foot in front of the other, no, exactly. <laughs> it's simple to say that. Right. Um, so it's like that one, th- uh, crushing limiting beliefs, proving what I can do, and it opens up more doors to what I could potentially do afterwards. So maybe that 200-mile race in the Sahara Desert, maybe that's next. I don't know, you know, Um, but um, that just sounds not possible to me whatsoever. But I feel like once I complete this, this gets me to one step closer to that. And that's what I'm doing, you know. That That is an interesting question what would come after this would it i wonder if it's going to be just going for faster time or just starting to accumulate a lot of finishes for iron man events or I have no idea. just saying hey gotta do the next thing or or maybe i make a complete switch and do a powerlifting meet because i've never done one of those yeah. and just trying to do get the best i possibly can you know it's like i don't know um but this is the next thing for me so that's number one number two my goal, uh, and it was funny, like on our call with uh, our coaches, uh, I was I was saying, yeah, I would like to finish in like 14, 15 hours. And they started laughing and, and I was like, that probably was stupid, wasn't it? Because I didn't run the times through my head or anything. Um, and the, when I thought about it, uh, I better be able to complete it before then. <laughs> uh, so my goal is to... And I'm I'm solidifying this right now on this podcast. My goal is to get a sub 12, 12 hour full marathon, uh, full Ironman. Yeah, now, you you hesitate a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. So what that is going to entail? Um, my goal is going to be one hour forty five minute swim. That would be my cutoff. Um, my my ride would be under five hours, and then my marathon would be. Uh, about 12 minute miles, uh, which would be five hours and 15 minutes. That's where it would be. Okay. So now that, that would put seven, me, that would put me right underneath 12 or right, right there. And I just push myself a little bit more to get underneath. So you're going to have zero minute transitions. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll figure this piece out, but yeah. that's kind of like where I'm at right now with my numbers. You might have to go a little faster on the marathon to account for transitions. <laughs> <laughs> or the, or the ride, nah, probably the swimming. I need to get really efficient with swimming. An hour 45 is pretty good for for the swim. I don't know. So We'll see. We shall see. Well, that's my, kind of my two things. So, okay, challenging kind of the mindset and stuff, which I think is really awesome. It presents lots of opportunities for growth. And then also getting um, getting under 12 hours. Yeah. So well, and, and something that is going to come from accomplishing these two things is like um, 
just proving like what's possible not only as and i do this for bodybuilding competitions uh it's like a, a goal that just happens with it through that process of me really pushing myself it's like proving what you can do as a vegan um, but also what you can do in your health and fitness and you don't have to hyper focus on one thing we talk about hybrid athleticism all the time um and people think oh you can only do one thing at a time it's like when someone tells me I can't do something, I need to prove them wrong. So yeah. it's just like, I, I think that is completely false. Um, and so when I hyper-focus on those top two reasons why I'm doing this, those two other reasons are going to happen with it. Yeah. Speaking of the vegan activism, activism part of it, I haven't thought of this yet, but we should get uh, not bad for a vegan singlets or like the vegan gym singlets or something we'll, like we'll that. Do, we'll do something, but they have we to be should. comfortable because I, I actually have a quite a few different pieces of, of apparel for riding and stuff. And I only like one of them uh, because it chafes or rubs. That's true. And so it we has probably to have be to, perfect. Yeah, we'd have to find one that we really like and then just find a way to put some name on it right. or something like that. Totally. That's probably the way of doing it. All right. So cool goals. Basically, my goals are similar. Like I love the vegan activism part of it, showing people what's possible. I love the hybrid athleticism component. I really love the idea of being able to balance all these things. And when BJ first asked me after he asked you, in terms of our goals, I said, I would really love to be able to deadlift 500 pounds and then complete the full Ironman within a week. So the idea of being able to really balance strength as well as balancing endurance is super important to me. So that's the hybrid athleticism component is really, really interesting to me. As far as the actual time, I don't care too much about hitting any specific times. I'm really just going to get under the cutoff times for everything. I think for the swim, it's two hours and 20 minutes. So I'm going for a 219 swim. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's kind of basically my mentality. And it's not because I want to slack off or anything. It's just that I don't really care about my times. All I care about is being able to do these things and just being a well-rounded athlete. Yeah. So that's what's really interesting to me. I think I think it's cool where you're you have that focus and like I'm right in line with that, but when when I commit to something, I like to I will really like to push myself to see what I could potentially do with it. Um so I'm there's probably going to be a point where you and I kind of diverge in training where I take uh, the training uh, to another level where you're kind of consistent with the balance of the two. So it will be interesting to see how that all plays out and uh, to just obliterate you in the full Ironman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we're doing that, does that mean that we're also going to have a uh, deadlift competition? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't see that me being able to do that too well. (laughs) Yeah. Towards the end of this. We'll see. (laughs) So, yeah, I think think hybrid athleticism is really cool. But if you were trying to become really really good at a particular event i think being able to balance everything becomes less realistic so i think there is there are definitely some pros and cons with that approach but i just love the idea of being able to do everything i don't need to be the best at anything i don't even need to be in the top 10 percent or 20 percent whatever of a particular event or particular ability or athletic accomplishment i just want to be solid i don't know top 
20% kind of across the board with all these different events. And I think that's, I think that's really what interests me. So we'll see how that kind of all plays out with our exact training and what we're going to be doing and how those will intersect and diverge. And this is exactly why we're getting a coach because I have no (laughs) idea how that's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll document the whole process. So we'll be sure to keep all of you up to date with our progress and what's happening. So yeah, I think the exact cutoff for the Ironman is it's either 16 or 17 hours. I tried looking it up for Ironman Maryland and I didn't find it. So maybe it's just so obvious that I should know this, but (laughs) but, uh, I think Ironman events are either a 16 or 17 hour cutoff. I think it depends on the on the Ironman. We'll update you guys. On yeah. That. <laughs> so we'll update you on that. But if it's 16 hours, then I'm going for 1559. If it's 17, I'm going for 1659. So those are the goals. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, hope that you guys found value in this first series episode. If um, we, we plan on um, documenting this like on a, a weekly basis, right? I think we're going to try to do once a week and just uh, keep everyone updated. So hopefully you enjoy these. If if so, awesome. Then you can keep listening to these. If not, we're going to still be producing other podcasts that you can listen to if you're not so interested in the Ironman triathlon training stuff. So there's going to be something for everyone on this podcast and hopefully, hopefully it still brings you a lot of value. So Thank you all so much for hanging out and and listening to our goals in this first training series video or or podcast. Uh, <laughs> we'll publish the video on YouTube later, um, or actually they'll probably come out around the same time. But anyways, thank you guys so much for your support. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, Check out theveganjim.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.